Welcome to Gold Diggers, a podcast on strategy, goals, and growth. We'll be talking all about OKRs, KPIs, strategy, and everything in between. Gold Diggers is brought to you by Purdue, an OKR platform that helps ambitious organizations turn strategy into results. Use Purdue to focus everyone on your strategy and the goals that'll deliver it. Simply head over to Purdue to sign up for your very own free account. That is P-E-R-D-O-O.com. And last but not least, if you enjoyed this or any of our podcast episodes, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to be the first one to know when we publish the next episode. Welcome to another episode of Gold Diggers, the podcast on OKRs, KPIs, strategy, and growth. I'm Henrik, founder and CEO of Purdue, the app that helps ambitious organizations execute strategy and propel their growth using KPIs and OKRs. I'll be the host of today's episode, and joining me today is Jesse Staats from The Link Group. Jesse, could you tell us a bit about yourself and The Link Group? Hey, Henrik, thank you so much for having me. Uh, yes, yeah, so my name is Jesse. I'm the founder and CEO of The Link Group, and we help our clients with generating B2B sales leads and create top sales funnel opportunities. Uh, I started the company three years ago, and we've grown since then to a team of 20, and we're active uh, in, uh, in 40 different countries. And at the heart of our organization, we have a strong belief that the key in growing a B2B company is through building the right relationships with the right people. And that's what we do at large for smaller companies as well as for bigger uh, corporates. Okay. And how were you introduced to the concept of OKR? And also, what, what made the Link Group uh, adopt it? So, seeing our team grow every month, uh, another thing that I've noticing was a uh, need for better processes. I think definitely when you see a transition from being a startup and becoming a scale-up, it's very important to um, also guide and help the team a little bit with what is ne uh, necessary to get to the next stage and into the next step. And um, So, uh, actually, a friend of mine, he uh, introduced me to OKRs, I think, a couple of years ago, and I think it was in the end of last year, in December, I was uh, also building different salary scales as well. And another thing, like, what is necessary to grow as an individual? And that's when I figured out, like, okay, we definitely need to implement, a, uh, like, a structure. Uh, and um, OKRs is, I think, the right method to do so. It's out of curiosity, because you hear it a lot, right? That transitioning uh, from a startup into a scale-up. Like, when does that happen? Like, at what point in your organization do you realize, like, hey, like, we're, we're entering a next phase now? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the way that I describe it, because you hear so many different um, descriptions, right, of what is a scale-up and what is a startup. And some even say that, like, for instance, Instagram is still um, a startup or, you know... In, so my definition of a startup is a company that's trying to prove their reason for existence, to find the right product market fit. Once yeah. you've established that or once, so for us, a very important one is once our clients renew their contract. That's like, okay, the thing that we're, uh, that we're doing, the value that we're providing them has been approved. It's been, uh, and definitely same as our pricing model, actually, and our business model changed a little bit. And developed over time as well and i noticed that even at one a couple of our first clients uh, three years ago they're still with us and they've grown with us as well that's a, a, a like an approval of saying hey okay the thing that you guys are doing actually is legit and it has a reason to exist 
And that's when you enter a new uh, stage in your in building this uh, building the company, where the main objective is now: can we do it at ten times x? And that's where something that's where OKRs come into play then. And and, and yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's when the challenge arises. Of okay, um, one of the things that you need to implement is working in processes because um, actually started to ask the team last year. Um, like, does this still work in a 10x situation? And when, whenever we figured out, like, no, we might want to change something in that in that in, in that situation or for that situation, that's when we knew we need to make some adjustments as well. Um, so uh, so yeah, so that's one. Another one was uh, so last year the thing that I also started doing. It's a Dutch description. It's called Pop uh, Conversations. Uh, personal development conversations you personal have. Personal development plans, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it stays very, very passive in a sense, you know. So it was great conversations, great to get some insights in what's going on within the team on an individual. That's, that's an individual. That's on a manager direct report relationship, right? So it's exactly a one-on-one conversation that you're having. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. And, uh, but it's it's very passive, you know. I made the notes and everything, and 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 then I said, okay, let's let's draw out a plan and let's do this, and then we've got about setting up or having the second follow up meeting, and and then like a, a couple of months later, we're like, oh, we still have to figure out what we have to do with it. What was it again? Let's let's you know dig back into the notes, and they were all very great ideas. So that was also something that I I want to have a solution for it. How can we implement? any personal ob- ob- uh, objective and any personal goals into the bigger picture of things. You, you mean the IDs that have been suggested by, by these people? Yeah, I, I can give you one great example. Um, so uh, my first employee, uh, Joran, he's a great guy. Uh, and one of the things that he, uh, so he started corporate communications, he did his master's in it, and he noticed that his personal knowledge development in a sense was growing vertically, but not very horizontally. So one of his personal ideas was, I want to give internal uh, lectures uh, and hearings about um, uh, different topics. Great idea. And how can we fit that into the bigger picture? And uh, first, that was only drawn on paper. But now, when, since we implemented OKRs, uh, we actually can align it with one of our strategic, uh, strategic goals. And it helps you operationalize it then as well, right? Instead of making your notes, which are then stored somewhere, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. That, that's the thing. So uh, one of the things actually that, um, uh, so one of our strategic pillars is expanding and develop the knowledge um, of our internal knowledge. And that actually aligns perfectly, you know, his personal uh, goal and his personal objective within that strategic uh, goal. Okay. Okay. So at some point you, you realize like, Hey, we're transitioning as a company from a startup, from the startup phase into the scale up phase. We've proven our value. We've achieved product market fit, and we now want to grow much faster than we've been growing up until now. So you're looking for a framework that can support you uh, during that next phase. One of your peers put OKRs on your radar and you decide that that uh, is something that you want to implement in your company. Like what do you do next? Like, I, I mean, you, of course, we know that you ended up choosing Purdue as, as the solution to, to uh, help you manage and track these OKRs. But had you considered like using a, a spreadsheet? Have you been using a spreadsheet for like the first 
few weeks or quarters or did you decide to go for a tool right away? I started to go for a tool right away. It was actually in the, uh, during the Christmas period uh, last year, two weeks, everyone was off for two weeks, one and a half in, in, in a way. And that's the time I normally take every year, by the way, to figure out certain uh, and implementing certain uh, new ideas or software or plans. And then at the start of the new, uh, new year, I presented to the team. Uh, again, we were 20 people, so it's, it's still quite doable. Uh, and, uh, but in all honesty, I've been seeing my team adapting the whole philosophy of OKRs and, and using the platform. It's been a blast. It's so amazing to see. I think it was literally the missing piece because right now, for one of the things, for instance, the picture of our roadmap and where we need to, uh, where we are going, it is uh, probably the same for you, Henrik, as well as the founder. It's very vividly clear in my mind. You know, and that's how I steer the company. That's how I make the decisions to take the next step. But to translate that and make it clear and visible for everyone, uh, that's just, just perfect. Um, so that's one. The second thing, we have different layers now. We have a management layer and we have operations team, sales teams and marketing teams and HR. And we have research and development um, department as well. So everyone has their own objectives. And I started to working with quarterly goals on a team's level and on an individual level as well. And that's uh, also very clearly presented now in, um, in Purdue. You mentioned that transitioning again, right? Coming back to that and, and going from a startup to a scale-up phase. Um, as we were prepping for this call and had a brief chat, you just told me that you guys successfully raised the financing round. So congrats on that. Did OKR help with raising Thanks so much. Round or? Well, it just definitely helped me make that next make 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 the call to make the decision to start working with OKRs. Uh, prior to it, we we've been uh, cash flow positive since since the start uh, of our and we did a bootstrap until then, which was more than okay, and that probably helped us as well with the whole raising capital and to uh, fund our next growing phase. Uh, but it's definitely something that. Um, is a natural next step for us to take uh, working with and implementing processes. Um, and I think as well, what, what we talked about earlier in this conversation was uh, getting the approval of knowing that we have a reason to exist and having a good product market fit, or in our case, product slash service market fit in a, in a way. It's also being approved whenever there is a uh, VC getting on, on board as well. Yeah. 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 And do you, like, when, when do you believe is the right moment for organizations to implement OKR? I mean, you've, you've already, I, I should have rephrased that question, actually, because you've already explained that now you're in this new stage with your business and that you did see a clear need for it and you also decided to, to implement it. Could you, have, could you have imagined using OKRs already in, in that startup phase in the early days of the business or was there no need for it? In all honesty, just looking in the mirror and, and referring to our own journey so far, uh, it, it was not very necessary in, in a way because we, are, we have three key values as an organization. And that is being sincere, being honest and transparent. And definitely that last part, transparency is so, so, so important. So for me to translate a vision and uh, the steps and the goals and uh, the processes uh, in that whole startup phase uh, is something that I did on a daily basis, probably to the point of annoyance, maybe of one of my uh, colleagues. But uh, but I can imagine that uh, in a different kind of structure and structural organization, that might be of very good uh, value. 
but I think it's important. Well, I think communication is very important. And communicating the vision and the goal and the roadmap is, is something you definitely have to do early on. Even if you have your first couple of employees and you're starting to build your first team, it's so, so, so important to, do, uh, to communicate clearly. Um, you've already mentioned that, at least from your point of view, it was a blessing for your team now that you have more, more clarity on, on everything that's happening inside the business. Like, what other changes, positive or negative, did you uh, observe in your company while you were implementing uh, OKRs or afterwards? Like, is there any, any feedback from the team that, that stands out, things that are worth mentioning? In, not in a negative sense. Uh, I, I think it was literally the, the, the perfect moment uh, and the perfect solution for the team. This is not just to be very cheerful for, for the platform uh, um, uh, but, and, and also for the whole method of, of OKRs. But to give you some, some examples, for instance, you know, if you look at our operations team, it's structured and we have account managers and then we have people who help us with the execution of the services as well. And, uh, some of the mapping that we do on the, on the back end as well. That's all done in our operations uh, team. And I have an individual that managed the team. He's great time and, and uh, he's doing a great job. But the team is growing and growing and growing. Uh, and it's quite difficult to maintain and guide everyone individually without any handhelds. Is that how you, uh, the right way to, to explain <laughs> things? So, yeah, right? You want to reach out to them and help them and then guide them in, in a structural way. And I think definitely the feedback that I got from him, he was like, oh, this is just perfect. I can put everything into the platform. I can make it visually clear. And everyone is actually working each week, day in, day out, in meeting the targets that we set in the OKR structure. It, it sounds as if the whole implementation of OKRs has been a, a, a smooth journey for you. Um, um, that's not always, those are not always the signals that you hear from companies uh, if you go out on the internet. There's also organizations that are struggling with the implementation uh, of OKR. I honestly think that the earlier you do it, the easier the implementation is. Like getting on board a company with thousands of employees on such a change project will, of course, be more, uh, more difficult than... Uh, being yeah. at your size, but considering that it was such a, a great experience for you and, and knowing that that isn't the case for all companies out there, what's your number piece of advice for companies looking to uh, implement OPR? In all honesty, I think you just mentioned the right one. It's doing it as, as early on as, as, as possible. I'm just right now when you, you, you giving this um, example of a bigger organization, that makes sense because you have so many different layers already being structured. Uh, within the within the team, different hierarchies as well, and then you need to convince and show so many different layers and so many different people who have already uh, probably have their own very um, uh, clear vision on what what they need to implement and how to implement and how to use it, or only on the strategic level. Yes or no? Do you need to implement operations? So many hassles and hurdles. Uh, I think it's so important for any organization that is starting. Let's say if we want to make a translation to a tech organization, once you have your MPP and you see that you have a team of, let's say, five, six or seven people, start implementing OKRs. Uh, that will be my number one advice. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jesse, and sharing your insights with us. Uh, for anyone listening, if you're interested to learn more about what the Link Group does, we'll make sure to add a link to the, to the description of this podcast. Cool. Thank you so much for having me, Hendrik. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about strategy, goals, and growth, head over to our resources hub at purdue.com forward slash resources.
and subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date with all our latest insights.